Calling all parents and teachers. It's time to rep Kid News and check out some partner brands and products we think you're going to love. Since it's an election year, how about a kid's book on voting? Or colorful ideas for a spring refresh of that messy homework desk. Plus, there's always fun Kid News swag. Moms, dads, guardians, and teachers, go to starglowmedia.com shop to check it all out. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to Starglow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite Starglow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today is Friday, January 25th, 2019. And we begin with a gaping hole on candy store shelves. Sweethearts, those little sugar hearts with messages like be mine and crazy for you on them, won't be available in time for Valentine's Day next month. Even though they were the most popular holiday candy last year and for decades prior, the company that made them went belly up. New owners stepped in a few months ago, but that was apparently too late to restart production. The Spengler Company promises to be up and running in time for Valentine's Day 2020 and cautions that any sweethearts you do come across in the corner of a store this year probably came off the candy line before 2018. Here's an idea whose time should never have come. A Southern California company is charging $80 for you to wipe your nose with someone else's dirty, sneezed-in tissue. Doing so, the company says, will allow you to pick and choose when you get sick. The box arrives with tissues that sick strangers have used, sealed in a Petri dish. Most doctors are incredulous. They say wiping your nose with someone else's germs is a really bad idea. You don't know what they have, and you don't know how your body will react. According to health experts, the best way to keep a cold at bay is frequent hand washing, avoid touching your face, and stay away from others who are sick. Presumably, that includes their tissues. Right now, some of your older brothers and sisters are finding out which colleges they got into and which ones they didn't. It's a big deal. Even bigger, when a school tells you you're in, but you really aren't. Such was the case in Florida. The University of South Florida, St. Petersburg, just sent 430 acceptance emails to students that had actually been rejected. The first email read, Congratulations on your admission. We are excited to welcome you. An hour later, this hit the inbox. There was an error. Please disregard the prior email. The chancellor admits it's a black eye for his St. Pete Bulls, but says the school is working hard to make up for the mistake and hopefully keep it from happening again. Another day, another dance lawsuit against Fortnite. This time, the legal action comes from Blockboy JB, who says the game ripped off his dance, The Shoot, and renamed it The Hype. Like Alfonso Ribeiro, Tumili, and the Backpack Kid before him, Blockboy acknowledges he had not trademarked his moves, but insists he's the one that made them popular and says Fortnite should have asked before taking. No comment from Epic Games. There are a lot of reasons to want the government shutdown to end, And for Super Bowl fans, a big one is what will become of the world's busiest airport when it tries to accommodate the world's biggest football game. Atlanta's Hartsfield Airport wasn't banking on the shutdown when it started prepping for the big game two years ago. Historically, fans trickle into the host city throughout the week leading up to kickoff, but then they usually leave all at once. And that's why Super Bowl Monday is often called Mass Exodus Monday. Airport officials expect a record 110,000 people to pass through their gates on that day alone, 
and nothing short of chaos is expected if TSA agents aren't back at work. Georgia politicians are begging Congress to end the stalemate before it ruins the game for Atlanta and the fans. Shut down or not, the Super Bowl media machine is in full gear. 24-year-old Jared Goff is about to take on 41-year-old Tom Brady. And if experience matters, consider this. The Patriots quarterback has more Super Bowl appearances of his own than the entire Rams roster has put together. Brady has already played in eight, the most in NFL history. The Rams' whole team has just four players who've played in a total of five. Plus, Brady has a unique and apparently very effective motivator in wide receiver Julian Edelman. To pump up his quarterback during the AFC Championship game, Edelman got in Brady's face and yelled, You're too old. You're just too old. And that's it for Kid News this morning. Now, our Kid News quiz. What Valentine's Day staple won't be available this year? Sweetheart message candies, because the new owner couldn't ramp up production in time. Why is a company selling used tissues for $80? It says if you wipe your nose with them, you can pick and choose when you get sick. Doctors say don't. Who's the latest rapper to sue Fortnite for stealing a dance? Blockboy JB says it took the shoot and renamed it The Hype. What did a Florida university send by accident? Acceptance emails to high school seniors who actually didn't get in. And in one for the road. If you think the Rams Saints championship mess is in the rearview mirror, think again. Opticians in Louisiana are now offering free eye exams to all NFL referees before next season in the hopes they won't blow another call. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend, and we hope you tune in again Monday morning. <laughs>